And I, okay, fine. You know, I was just, I was like, I didn't want to get into this because it's a lot of, I've been reading a lot from both sides and it just seems very complex. As far as her, not the stunt stuff. The stunt stuff that you're, I think you're talking about because when mm -hmm. you said the Alec Baldwin, yeah, that's a, that's a different kettle of fish, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of with, with her, the, the shit she said where like the uh, the coast <laughs> there's been a lot of backlash from the typical um you know like oh that's from corporate so fuck them and the the actor who plays her father who she accused of being like ridiculously inappropriate is a middle-aged white guy so i'm predisposed to go i don't know maybe <laughs> you know so but he vehemently denies shit and just the guy who's her co-star the guy who plays like her he plays Lucius Fox's son. So he's the tech guy and Alfred to her. He just to me, he's like, he's like, he's like, man, she was fired. And do you know what you got to do to get fired when you're the lead of a show? And pretty much that was it. He's like, just saying. And <laughs> so yeah. I think it's a both sides thing there, but that yeah. stunt stuff that's in her hurt neck. If we don't yep. get into that, that yeah. that's what I'm far more interested in. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, like okay, I think cool. that's that's part I, of I just that that because that, that's part of a reoccurring thing. I think oddly enough, like she's uh, like it, when you think of ideolog ideologically, her and Dominic Purcell could not be further apart. But they're kind of. I was story, making. There's a Venn yeah. diagram. There's a Venn diagram to the stories that they're that they're talking about. I, I was making. Okay, this, this is on the Patreon, I guess. Or are we just gonna just keep this all in? Might as well <laughs> go for it. Here. Might as well go for it. I don't know. I think it. Uh, like whatever. <laughs> welcome to Gideon, guys. Hey, I'm Travis to Gideon, guys. <laughs> I'm Travis Washington, and that's Johnny Edgefeld. No, okay. Wow, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah. <laughs> So well, let's since we already brought it up, continue. You were saying uh, about uh, so, Dominic yeah, Purcell. So we're talking about we're talking about Ruby Rose, uh, who had like a, an extended, uh, um, I guess, Instagram post or several Instagram posts about the unprofessionalism on the set of Batwoman and mm -hmm. got into a lot of things, including including stunts. But really kind of got into like the idea. Basically, the idea is that they're not really as respectful of their talent as they should be. Yeah, um, I made the same. Um, I made the same as soon as I came out. Yeah. What we talked about before when we were going like, hey, let's just keep it in. Um, yeah. The one thing I was like, you know what? There's there's a parallel there. You know, there there is a parallel. I mean, he's saying, yes. you know, about the respect thing and a lot of the other actors. I think a lot of them, like I don't know, I don't think like, a lot of them just either just don't comment on it. Yeah. But you don't hear Stephen Amell or Man Melissa Benoist being like "yay, yay" the uh, the WV at uh, all, right? Right. And uh, and then again, there's also the it brings to mind. I think who's running the sets of each of these shows. Are, yeah. are different teams it's all they're all different teams and, I, and that I, batwoman like, team though that batwoman team seems to need a little shakeup is it apparently because things or taking well, a better look at and it's still all under i mean like she tagged berlanti in that too and it's yeah. all under his it's all under on his watch man like this all kind of falls to the yeah the thing whether he wanted whether how much he's involved in in these things or not but this that's is just it. I what, think I'm, saying not, is, what I think I'm saying is what i'm saying is 
when I'm saying no, 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 this is his universe, man. Oh, and no, if it he's is. Gonna get that, no, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. no, what I'm saying is this is only a pocket of his universe. He's like a Chuck Lorre level guy I did, where I think he, my name is tagged on it. And that's yep. that at this point. Yeah, well, then that's uh, then there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. Man. Oh, I agree. I agree completely. I just don't think he's aware of the day to day goings on of his. I, I know. I know. <laughs> sure. Uh, I uh, maybe he should be a little bit more. Maybe I, this suggests I, that, I that maybe that. He I agree 100 percent. Yeah. I agree 100 yeah. percent. I'm just saying I don't think he, he he's he's Walt Disneying uh, his or Vince <laughs> McMahon, like micromanaging yeah. every little every little detail that yeah that's yeah. it he's a who hired bitch. that pa I, mean, I don't want to joke about it i don't want to joke about uh stuff like this just because it's like we this is, joke as you're saying we this is right some jokes we have to this is right jokes. this is right at the time of like because uh, when you're watching today's episode with it which had a lot of guns in it like I'm totally thinking about the alec baldwin uh oh, the, okay. the, well, the set out the set of rust and what happened there one of my and, top three favorite episodes of yeah tomorrow yeah I don't know, like it's it's hard not to like it was hard not for that not to be in the back of my mind when both of those where or both of those stories when that scene was coming up right and like thinking about because like like dude I know people who work on uh, I know somebody who I've I've thought about reaching out to who works on the crew of uh, Legends of Tomorrow and has talked mm -hmm. about it being a really great experience so maybe sometime we can we can get that man i don't think i'm gonna bring him out hey man let's get to the let's get to the brass tacks of this bullshit yeah. what what corners are y'all cutting over there um and, and I, just remember no. as, as much as the the similarities between um ruby rose and dominic purcell with the respect the talent thing with dominic you also have the and then they pussyfied the show yeah, 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 stuff yeah, yeah. and that's what i mean that's yeah. what i mean they, they could not be more uh on opposite sides of the spectrum when it comes to um uh, you know beliefs and uh so that's why i thought it was interesting that they both had the the same thing about uh kind of talent not being treated the way they should be oh yeah and, well they're both there was a lot of talk. And, yeah. i'm sorry hold on there was a lot of talk because as we know eventually I've, I've spoiled that for you um brendan routh and courtney ford leave the show and there's a lot of talk there all they said was wasn't our decision but you know it was nice and thanks a lot and they just showed a lot of class but you could read between the lines Interesting. and that's and that's why they'll be appearing in the 100th episode next week with the uh, right and see yeah. it is kind of in a way it kind of is like vince mcmahon buddy yeah i wish bit. so well, there. well get, okay. get, get that legends contract they want that literal like, a legends legends contract much like <laughs> much like vince mcmahon because we've already I'm not spoiling anything for you till we get to this. It's been all over the internet, the pictures um, of who's coming back. Rip, uh, Rip Hunter will be back. Um, yeah. Martin Stein and Jax will be back. Um, yeah, I saw Kat, the Kat, I saw the class uh, class picture. Captain Cole will be back, and in a total Vince McMahon like move, they expected Hawkgirl. Uh uh, Hawkman. Yeah, they're bringing back the guy who played Hawkman. Yeah, Hawk. Yeah, I think that's his name, and. Okay. Uh, I think it's totally on the basis of that that internet video he made that was yeah that you showed funny. me i was thinking yeah. about that yeah i was thinking about that it's the most endearing he ever looked or he ever <laughs> came off it and and I, I, I think you might be right there might be something to that but but where are we to hey so okay so let's get to this is season two episode eight mm -hmm. legends of to meow meow legends of uh, to meow meow um terrible title <laughs> 
<laughs> and that, anybody here say, but among among the best uh, episodes of all of of the series for sure. Okay, I don't thank th- you so much. Yeah, yeah. Let me just hold on, hold on. Yeah, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Yeah, I have had such a, a week. I was looking. And if so I and if I had come, if I had yeah, come, if you had, if you had come at this like the same did, way did last part week. one, I was <laughs> just gonna be yeah. heartbroken. No, no. If anything, it points out it it really amplifies just how bad that previous episode was because of how good this one uh, was. But um, it's bonkers. It's bonkers how the setup yeah. was such a mess. Yeah. But the yeah. tie by the way they tie it up. Yeah. Is so much fun. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Um. Oh shit! I had a I had a train of thought there. We'll we'll, we'll get I'm to sorry. it. I'm sure eventually. I got ideas. Uh, let's talk our way through this motherfucker. Well, you know, you I got, got that, an idea. You got that Netflix synopsis? Yeah, that's what uh, Stretch and Taffy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, there's a funny thing. Like in in the previously on, we get our our boy Jason McKinnon makes a third appearance. Oh, that's <laughs> this right. Guy. <laughs> This guy. I wonder if he gets. A, I wonder if he gets. A, it gets a bit of a some sort of residge for that. Dude, I think that's hilarious. I love I, I that your buddy. Him. I love that, dude. That just cheered me up. That your buddy yeah. has been on Legends three times. Three times. The man. three timers club. Yeah, I gotta yeah. tell him that. <laughs> I gotta tell him you're that. gonna be you're gonna be in the other three timers yeah, club when this is tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Thanks to this podcast, yeah. I think that no Berlanti is Berlanti is the puppet master. He's like keep keep giving him auditions, but I'm always gonna mm-hmm. say no for my ivory right, tower. Right, right. <laughs> it's like a Squid Game situation. He's just watching me from behind a golden mask, trying to think of what his would look like. It'd be a handsome. It'd be the most. It'd handsome. be the most handsome mask you ever saw. Why would you hide animal. that mug? Why yeah, would you hide point. that mug? Good point. <laughs> Probably the only one who just throws it out there. All right. Our <sighs> Netflix synopsis: Discovering that his meddling has changed the legends into trigger happy killers, Constantine turns to Charlie for help re-altering the timeline. Hmm. That's Not it. bad. It's fine. fine. It's fine. Oh, no, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. So bad title. And then the other thing, too, is another one of the great episodes. I love here, I, here I go again. Here I go again yeah. is not a good title because that doesn't make you think of Abba. It makes you think of Whitesnake. It's the name of Whitesnake song. That is uh, true. but uh, 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 It just doesn't match. Uh, but that's because I, I was listening to um, uh, the best show uh, today when I was uh, mm-hmm. cleaning up. And uh, they were doing the top 10 best and worst band names. And, uh, they, you know, sometimes there'll be like a great band, uh, or like a band that's not very good, but they have a great name. Like he's like, like the Scorpions. I'm never going to like the Scorpions, but the Scorpions is a great band name. Like if you heard the Scorpions are playing, all right, let's go see the Scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, there's a couple going the other. Oh yeah. Hoobastank is up right away in the top 10, <laughs> 10 worst, but Herman's Hermits for worst too. I'm like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't, doesn't feel good on the tongue. Does it? <laughs> Pretty funny, man. But this, that's what I think. And, that, and sometimes it has nothing to do with the band. Uh, or And in this case, I think Legends of to Meow Meow, not a good title. It's just I like it's, it. too, it's too self-aware or, or like trying to be self-aware, trying to look like a meme. Um, I get it. I, I don't Dude, know. Dude, I know. I, I'm sorry. I'm just, I t- it yeah. always makes me laugh because yeah. it's so stupid. Yeah. And it, I just, I'm sorry. It, it just, I dig it. All right. All right. And you know who else really digs it? Here's why I dig. Okay, all will be explained because I always liked the title. It doesn't really roll off the tongue like you say. 
Yeah. But once I read the review that we're going to get to in IMDb Curious, Mm -hmm. it's the greatest title ever of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. (laughs) So, okay. Let's get to we're on the jump ship where we left uh, Charlie all happy because she can shape change into your successful legends, buddy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Z's a cat and they don't know why yet. And uh, Charlie's idea, <laughs> what she does, she sends a jump ship with Zari cat uh, back to the wave rider. She's going to drop herself off uh, somewhere fun in 1962 Vegas as Marilyn Monroe. Now, we got to do it. We got to do it, right? How many yes. Capones? Mr. Capone, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. Of course. Because this is just the same thing as the queen. And it's because she is such a good, she is such a good shapeshifter. It's queen's, queen's rules, queen's Queen's rules, rules, baby. You have to say that in a British accent whenever it comes up. Queen's rules. Queen's rules. Must follow. Must follow the Queen's rules. Because <laughs> um, you got to think, she is such a good shapeshifter. She's becoming the actual person every time, mm-hmm. and then it's just up to that. And that, but what we're uh, gauging, like within their universe, within the Legends universe, right? It's a mm-hmm. complete. It's a complete. Um, you know perfect recreation everyone who sees it is like wow that's marilyn monroe that's not an impersonator that's marilyn monroe right okay. that's al capone that's not an impersonator. that's not some stunt uh, buddy who brought lunch every week and we gave the gig to because he, okay. he made so many travis, last ones. what travis i need what? to just spoil not it's not spoiling anything but what's it the the latest episode of Legends of Tomorrow that aired like uh, this week, me? yeah, Al Capone's gang oh is part of it, and yeah. at one point there's a reveal of a character, and I went, if this is motherfucking Al Capone <laughs> and it's that actor, I know, I know, someone's listening to this show, and it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't. That's it wasn't, a shame. <laughs> oh man. But you, oh, I'm sorry, you're saying about uh, how many Capones? Okay. Oh, for, okay. For for this uh, young lady doing Marilyn yeah. Monroe, um, four and a half. Nothing special, but not but not That's awful. Not bad. Yeah, you but know not what? awful. <sighs> Didn't quite care for. Didn't work for yeah. me. She, yeah. this Marilyn, uh, <laughs> much like you said. She belongs on the poster in Vegas next to the Blues Brothers impersonators that just look terrible. Right, right, and right. Everything. So, and I don't know if she was really pulling off Marilyn there. So, uh, I'm going to go a seven Capones for Whoa, this young lady. That's okay. way too high. You knew who she was immediately at the beginning. Uh, so, she could have been Mamie Van Dorn for all I know. No, not in that, not in that dress. And here's the other thing. Is she a zombie? She died in 62. Weird. Interesting choice. Huh. Interesting. That would have freaked everyone the fuck out. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> That's hilarious. You would have thought, you would say, oh, when the guy goes, oh, this way, Miss Monroe. He's like, this is in shit, poor taste. You were dead. This is in poor taste. Young lady. <laughs> it's Tony Curtis. Please, I saw her body in the underneath the sheets. And here you are. Walking among us, not cool. 
I'm kind of turning into his his impression of uh, Cary Grant. Judy, Judy. Judy, Judy. I love that everyone's impression of Cary Grant. It's something he's never <laughs> it's never something said. He never did. Yeah, yeah. So I hit the casino. She sees red, an actual leprechaun. She doesn't have to do the rice trick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, pretty great. I was pretty. I was waiting for that for a second. <laughs> well, I mean, I believe um, a convenient uh, uh, tin pan of rice in a in a shitty apartment. Right. Don't right. Know about Vegas. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Get it in there. That was so funny. <laughs> so he's using his magic openly, and no one notices because it's Vegas. And she confronts him, and uh, shape changes so he, he knows. Uh, who she is and he's his name is red which is great <laughs> and and she's like look you know there's magic police you know how many irish guys i've known named red I mean, yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. Of perfect right <laughs> and um and she's like yeah they're the legends but you know they won't hurt you but the legends don't show up because ray nate and mick burst in like the fucking a-team and they're the custodians of the chronology and they murder the leprechaun ray yeah. murders a leprechaun because ray is kill happy yeah pretty <laughs> and they awesome. do this full dude like the, a team uh, it, or like it, brock landers angels live in my town it's a mixture for me of airwolf and a team like yeah. the theme's real airwolf yeah and garim is on the team <clears throat> and they do the whole t- you know 80s tv intro yeah, it's pretty. Garima, I love the Garima. I love that Garima's on the team. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. fucking great. And uh, uh, when I remember seeing this for the first time, and that they burst into that, I went. I was like, oh, I'm already. If, yeah. if they keep this up, this is. And now, that, yeah, yeah. and there I'm like, yeah, and now I'm already, and there I'm like, okay, here we go. This is this is that's what I'm expecting at this point from these guys when they're being. Mm-hmm. When you're being like kind of making fun of yourself and kind of but doing this, um, you know, uh, playing with styles and things like that and genres. Yeah, let's go. This is a blast right here. Like, There you are. There's my old friends. There's my old (laughs) right away. Right away, man. You know what I mean? Do you have arrow? Hey, do you have arrow wiki open like you had? I do. I do. I do. Um, Who wrote part one and who wrote part two? We told you. We told you very different this is james egan and ray uh utana utarna okay um he's been a a million times i could yeah i I could never been a writer a lot neither one of them has pictures so they're not like showrunner types but it was the previous one i remember it was johnny you're gonna make me do this you're gonna make me say right on the air man yeah they were all women (laughs) <laughs> oh i'm sorry yes <laughs> moving on <laughs> no no their names were shit i lost it uh grand godfrey and morgan faust and i just yeah and that is directed by april mullen as well okay and this is also directed by ben bray so if there's one thing we've proven and all and there's other thing i'm gonna take a guess i'm looking at the names james egan ray uda uda utarnachit and ben bray you yeah yeah uh, yep they all all kind of look like us johnny (laughs) i'm gonna guess that as well 
I'm not saying not, not nerdy, but y- y- you know. Oh, I mean. oh, that other <laughs> yeah, thing. That's that, the other that thing that about other the thing. about how we recognize that they're three dudes, someone we like, and also another <laughs> thing. And connect. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just the way it went. You know, Bebo's Ledges podcast is actually getting uh, interviews with exactly. cast members. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And this and this episode is really I, I get why this would just be considered like I can see why people would say this one is the their favorite for sure. It's one um, of my favorites. I, it's not it's it's I'd say top five for sure. Like I still I, I like I'm still in love with the uh, Groundhog Day and uh mm-hmm. the, the wet hot American bummer, but also I was thinking about the um not only the finale from season one, but the the, the, the first cowboy one. one, the very first cowboy. Uh, that's episode, a great one, very man. first that's, western. Yeah, right. And and that's when they when they when they soar is when it's. Uh, that's when Ray Palmer murdered self, another. Self, exactly. That's where I think he got the taste for blood that we saw today. Yeah, it, it, it came back. <laughs> yeah, that's some head cannon I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 So, but I can say, like this is this episode is totally. Like all of the things that everybody loves about a progressive television show, just really kind of culminating with like it being the the reason for uh, like the climax is wonderful, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like that for that moment specifically, I can see why why oh, everyone right. okay, why right. everyone why this would uh, among um, <clears throat> you know the LGBT audience mm-hmm. that that legend has um uh, that legends has uh, i can see why this would be the, the, among the very favorites for sure right and because yeah. there's a lot of pieces as well to make this i mean to to make this uh, someone's favorite episode because it just all came together to me to watch them put i mean it's a shame that the puzzle setup was so so me- messed up too bad. Them, it's really too bad. Putting, I really wish they could have figured, like, I them figured out how to together. do it in a, in a, um, in a, remember, I, I wanted oh, they, yeah. in a teaser or enough in it, like from the, the, the episode before or something. Yeah. Some way I, love, I mean, I love it, yeah. the way, I love the way they resolve everything from part one in mm. this really fun way. It's just that the way part one was shown yeah. was so disjointed that yeah. I still loved watching. Like, oh, hey, I'll tell you, you, you know what? Phone. I like oh, here's another thing. Another thing I really like, especially after seeing this again, is it's a waste of Paul Rubens because he's buried in in all of that mess. Right. He should be when you get Paul Rubens, he should mm-hmm. be a highlight of we got Paul Rubens. We got Paul fucking Rubens on Legends. Dude, you know what I mean? You know what? He probably charges by the line for this show. You know, they, yeah. they got as they he should. As did. he, I should. agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah, but but uh, but as a waste of like of him, he was kind of buried in all in all of that. I wonder how much in of that of was just like you know, like you can't you won't, you're not going to believe who you know we paid you know you know a couple thousand dollars to to just do a couple voices and take off. You know, it, like as a surprise. Because I think it was Maybe. a bit of an Easter egg. They, the way they the way they did it was an Easter egg when it was on the air. Yeah, yeah, it was too bad. I believe it who was, that is? Yeah, I wish I, I, you know, when you get when you get somebody, when you get John Noble, you you use that John Noble. That's true. That's right? true. You get Paul Rubens, you do something with him. And oh, I, I agree. I, I did, and I hope they someday could do something great with him, maybe on air, you know, as a character. Yeah. And not bring just back the, voice. the uh, yeah. bring back the farter or whatever the hell he was in Mystery Men. Yeah, that's it. They cross over. Yeah. They cross over into that reality, the <laughs> Mystery Men reality. Yeah. You know, that'll be season nineteen of Legends of Tomorrow. Then they're just 
<laughs> trying to get... see Katie Lodge is still there for some reason. Yeah, but they couldn't get Stellar. So I'm trying to think of who they but who at that point, 19 years from now. All right, dude. Let, let's get out of this. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> Freddie, hey, there you go. As the so, Stellar. Charlie sneaks onto the Wave Rider and uh the parlor is full of trophies, like the Cholock's head. They've been killing monsters. <laughs> and uh and uh Gideon tells uh, the, the, the custodians that they missed calls from Barry Allen, Oliver Queen, and Kara Zorel. And uh, this is uh, all about the, um, the crossover right. that they didn't participate in. And they're like, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. take a hard pass on that shit. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> What's even funnier is I was watching it with headphones and um, the, uh, the subtitles on, for, just so I'm taking notes. And in the background, as Charlie's like slipping away, you hear Nate say, yeah, I, bet, I bet this year they swap costumes. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happens in the, oh, yeah. the crossover. And I'm like, you wouldn't have heard that watching television. That was deep background shit. That's <laughs> funny. Really funny. So they find the Z cat that Charlie does, and uh, Gideon appears as a human, and she thinks it's Amaya. And uh, explains that the fairy godmother had turned z into a cat and that's so that's why she's a cat and it's been shoot on sight since woodstock mm-hmm. so charlie shifts into sarah to go straighten out the boys and they're on to her right away because sarah was killed at woodstock by the unicorn and they realize that this is the shape shifter who's their white whale right and ray just can't wait to fucking kill her but yeah garima gets her first and impales her but she heals and runs away because now she's immortal again. This is when they establish uh, that shit. When she has her powers, she's immortal. Right. And uh, she runs away, realizes she's got to get Z, and very quickly finds a very sporty cat carrier backpack. I by love the it. way. I love it. Which, by the way, and I did not include this in the IMDb Curious, but someone pointed out what that was and how long it's been on the market. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to put you on the spot here right yeah. now, but I get the impression you, you, you're, you're a dog person over a cat person. Oh, I'm completely a dog person over a cat person, but yeah. I've, I, I owned a cat that I love dearly. Yeah. yeah. We have two cats in this house who want nothing to do with me, but <laughs> except no, except when um, they want to be fed and right. they just hang right. out downstairs, which I guess is cats. Yeah. But you know, they don't, they don't get in my lap or anything, but sure. I'm more of a dog. Yeah. We were a dog family growing up. We did not yeah. have a cat growing up. Yeah. I'll always be a cat person. I became more of a cat person. And I loved, we had dogs Travis, as well growing up. Travis, we had a bit of both. What? You can't hunt quail with a fucking cat. You see? <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's true. You cannot hunt quail with a fucking cat. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, I, uh, yeah, like always, uh, my wife, uh, like has a profound fondness for cats uh, that it really, kind of this I, episode I, I, through osmosis through osmosis no 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 this is part of like my appreciation no. of this of this uh episode uh, I know. Uh, through I, I, through osmosis i like mm-hmm. i love cats even more like i think i would i would be a cat person mm-hmm. before but even more so now to the point where like even when like any sort of cat is on screen i like yeah. i get it an extra sort of warmth and so that's what i wanted to say for this particular episode yeah. seeing that cat throughout and oh especially when uh when uh, what's his name gives him gives her a little pet at the end there, it's really sweet, really sweet. Okay, I that's love awesome. cats. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. 
I got to work with a cat in uh in uh, oh I should okay I'll share I got shit okay. now I gotta I got I'll share my my uh my commercial will be the uh, the one with the cat. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, are you in a cat suit? No, I'm in. The, I'm still still a robot from our our good friends at Farm okay. Bureau Financial. <laughs> oh, our sponsors. Yep, they don't give a shit. <laughs> no, they gave. I like. Wait, I love Jude. I never. Come on, they're the best. Let's do I this. Know. I know. So, uh, Zari Cat, she can work the controls of the of the jump ship, which is she's like Tunes's. Yeah, she's like Tunes's working. It's not control. very good. Sorry, look out. <laughs> and she da, figures da, 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 da. <laughs> they need to find John, and she figures out that he's at the time bureau. So Charlie sneaks in and uh, uh, she shifts into <laughs> you see the plaque on the wall, one of many funny plaques uh, in this episode. Um, runner-up employee of the month, Gary Green. Yeah. <laughs> and she changes into him. And turns into her, okay, him playing her, playing Gary. And it is so much fun in this episode. Yeah, pretty good. It's almost a a second. Yeah, you're seeing range uh, from him there and and like a a subtlety that he isn't asked to play ever. And it's good. You know, he's, I mean, he's been around, man. He's a pro. He plays his character as he's supposed to play his character. But at this point, watching for the first time, it's like, oh shit, it's so much fun to just see him do something else. Because right. he's a talented actor. Yeah. And uh and he when they the scene where he's uh, calling himself a dummy and shit, I thought was like super funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <sighs> Sarah has a memorial uh, plaque there too, because she was struck down by the unicorn. That's what killed her. Hank confronts her, mad that the, the custodians are killing the creatures. And uh, and uh, Charlie asks where Constantine is, and he's like, "You're the one that put him in custody." So right. Constantine's in a cell. He's going mad because all the timelines, uh, the two timelines are, that he created are crossing in his head. In his head. That's wild because he's the cause of it. That's really yep. um, high concept, man. And like that, but like you kind of get it, right? Yeah, it makes yeah. sense that it would it's be great. him that that he'd be having to deal with this and making him fucking crazy. And Pretty as cool. it goes on, and as this episode got, goes on, and they keep trying to fix it and just making it worse, all those timelines keep existing in his head, and that's what you know. Eventually, he's like, "Okay, you're right. We have to." Yeah. Des has to go to fucking hell. You know, it's not yeah. spoiling anything. Yeah, yeah. And I bet, yeah, and he's I, uh, again, Matt Ryan. He's fucking aces to me yeah awesome yeah so he said they're going mad and charlie and z uh cat uh z cat come in he recognizes her and he changes her back and uh she has a hairball in her mouth and Mm -hmm. calls them dicks okay again i I gotta know what what's with the dicks from last episode to this episode and then at the end i guess they ran out of dick allotments because the puppet says ding instead of dicks yeah, like what you the know fuck it's not a it's not on? a bad swear word it's, it's it's not a bad i don't hate it i mean i know i didn't like it in the in the one last but I, i'd like i didn't even notice it this time it felt it felt appropriate that's because right? you did no because that's the, you know because that's the argument you 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 deluge children with dicks and then it just becomes yes, acceptable. Exactly. No, 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 no. I did like, I don't, I, 
I don't want to watch that previous episode ever again. And that was part of the reason was because of the, 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 all the, all the dicks and stuff. But this one, a dick, dick is a good swear. And that's like, it's not a swear. It's mm-hmm. like about, it's like somewhere above crap. I put dick just above crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Pretty close, pretty close. Right. I always put dick above crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend, I mean, <laughs> very important. Yep. Um, but, but somewhere below damn. Right or ass? Ooh, no, dick and ass. Uh, at this no, point, where do we have? Where do dick and ass at? We need. We got. We got to call the Carlin Estate. Get the Carlin Estate on the phone. Add to the, the. I'm sure he had. He left a long, long extended, uh, in his obituary, in his in his will. This is explained in triplicate. Actually, there's there's, there's, there's a, a hierarchy. Actually, uh, being a bit of the uh, Carlin aficionado that I am, yeah. um, one of his 80s uh, concerts ended with him doing the seven words and then doing like every single possible dirty word there was, right? With, with a giant fucking list. So I, I, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's uh, what you need, you need to re- request from <laughs> the Queen Kelly Carlin, who runs uh, the George Carlin estate. Yeah. Who seems like a wonderful, nice uh, woman, but she is, you know, she runs the, the, the Carlin legacy right now. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> dicks. Couple of dicks. dicks. Lots of dicks. I literally just typed dicks. What the fuck? And then that's what just happened on this show. Zari explains that with no uh, Constantine on the team, Sarah was killed at Woodstock. And she's telling them, look, man, you just got to send Des back to hell. But he's not having it changes her back to a cat because they're going to try to hack together fucking history. One of the funniest moments in the in this show, one of the like just throwaway things. I'm like, he's going to throw her, he's going to turn her back into a cat again. Ah, I clapped. <laughs> I clapped out loud. It, it was done so like, no, we are not doing this. And he just yanks one of her hair. So he does it again. He does it so quickly. Dude, that was uh, maybe the high point of the show of a really great episode. Really subtle joke. But really, uh, I mean, maybe not high because uh, there's an emotional point that comes later. Mm-hmm. But real high, real high. Uh, uh, just, just here it is. This is what I mean, man. Just throwaways like that that feel effortless, but are a fucking grand slam, grand slam of the the three of those actors working together. And then also you got to work yeah. with your CGI folks, and it looked pretty mm-hmm. pretty darn good. They're, I mean, they are great together. They're, okay, especially Tala Ash and Matt Ryan, which is. I'm not gonna spoil anything. There's eventually a romantic interest between you. those those act those actors. Let me just put That's it that sweet. way. That's and uh, because it, it, they clearly recognize everybody's just seasons. fucking everybody on this model. Yeah, no, that's yeah, the man. you know you know on Batwoman you got people getting burned alive and their necks broken on on Legends. Legends fucks. <laughs> that's why it's the most. That's. <laughs> Hot doctors fuck. It's like Grey's Anatomy up on the Wave Rider. Oh, baby. Hot time travelers fucking each other. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> Especially no, that's the people, last That's episode. the way people used to describe Grey's Anatomy. Hot doctors fucking each other. All right. Zari was transformed. Into a cat again. Mm-hmm. And they take off. So. They get to the... Uh, they're going to go save Sarah. So it's a prison break. They break uh, Constantine out and they run into Mona. And in this dark universe, 
Mona's a little more grown up looking. She doesn't, she's not dressing like a, a child. She looks a little more rugged in, in the way that it's um, overalls and a shirt and a bandana. Basically, she's dressing like my ex-wife uh, right around. <laughs> I uh, didn't really notice it as too much of a difference, but yeah, I guess. I, I think did. They, I think they just throw whatever they want on her. And it, there was an upgrade. Call it a day. You know what? You know what? It's a little darker around here and I'm a little bit more grown up and now I'm going to dress like uh, uh john hedgepeth's ex-wife by the way ex-wife the divorce papers were signed and sent this week after wow. being after being separated for nearly 17 years wow wow congratulations question oh yeah no it's fine yes. it's like, it was literally it was literally um who's gonna flinch first yeah. contest that went on for nearly 17 years until she said Hey, we really need to get this done. Do you mind? I'm like, yeah, just send me the papers. And we just been sending the papers. I've been signing them, getting them notarized and back and forth. I'm like, oh, thanks. It was just, it was just a a big, who's going to do it first contest. Interesting. There you go. And now it's done. Now it's done because I was never going to be the one, uh, by the way. (laughs) I was like, I could be that stubborn. Why'd you guys, why'd you guys split up? Okay, that's sorry. Come on, I think I just answered that fucking yeah, question. I know, buddy. I know, buddy. <laughs> I got a lot to get out this week, Travis. I know we I all do. We week, all man. do. In a fucking week. So, needless to say, needless to say, she looks fucking great. That's all I'm saying. Cool. And she wants to help, and because uh, they turned the cope into a sexy rug, and. uh the wave riders arriving with the custodians and they run into real Gary. And uh, this is when they, he uh, acts with himself and tells him, I'm you from the future, stupid. And he falls for it. And I really loved it there. Yeah. Uh, they track Charlie there and Hank's trying to yell at him about what they're doing to no avail because they're taking over. And Constantine and the gang hide in Ava's office and she's in mourning. And you can tell she's in mourning because she's dyed her hair black. And she's listening nothing to the indigo girls. Indigo girls. And yeah. I I laughed because yeah, hey, I love the indigo girls. Yeah. And I thought it was a little uh, on the nose. I think they could have gone more like evanescence. It's like for evanescence? the way that she was looking. For the way she was looking. Because indigo girls is kind of more it's meant to be like kind of a lesbian joke, too. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And so I, I thought it would have been like if they were it's it would have been funnier. But that's just like it's it's kind of a trite lesbian joke at this point. I would I would rather I would prefer to more like kind of well she's into she's into like like goth she's into like goth metal (laughs) or like goth uh, you know emo bullshit. No, that's just that'd be funny. She's such she's such she's such a clone that she's like she dyes her hair like a goth, but listens to Indigo Girls like many many girls I knew that went to Lilith Fair. Um, By the way. did you know, that did that hit Canada little yep. fair? Did you ever go? Of course, it's Sarah McLaughlin. I didn't go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sarah McLaughlin is Canadian. She's the founder of Little Fair. Right. Uh, uh, my okay, my my good friend James hmm. went to Lilith Fair with his girlfriend and her sister and her sister's girlfriend. And he said he was just there having a great time, loving it, and then just started to feel daggers around him and just was looking around of just all these daggers in the eyes of some of the audience looking at him like you don't belong here and he felt really uncomfortable he's like what was he like, I, no he's just because he's a guy there was a the total guy really? maybe 
Do you think maybe he was just high and imagining it? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You'd have to know James Fowler because yeah. man, it took a while. And I'm going, he's, and it's like, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm just dancing here and everything. Yeah. I'm like, why, why is everyone being so? He's like, oh shit, really? Is that it? Fowler's one of the funniest guys I've yeah. ever known. I, 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 I had never heard that experience from any of the Lilith Fair things. I've heard, I heard a lot well, of he's, he's like, uh, he, his joke to me was like, dude, I thought I was going to get killed at Lilith Fair. That's funny. <laughs> they tell her the timeline is broken. And she says, um, oh, I don't want uh, any of this timey-wimey crap, which so many of those IMDb references have had been, that's a Doctor Who reference. When they're not, this actually is. <laughs> oh yeah yeah timey wimey crap is uh that's a doctor who line and uh they finally actually do one they tell her sarah's supposed to be alive so she's all in grabs a fucking gun 12 gauges of fun that gun because they run into the the custodians and it's a giant fucking super violent gunfight and what we talked about earlier yeah you know a little at yeah this is when i was was weird it's I weird, it it's weird feeling it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I like it's just it's visceral. I, I'm sure it'll go away. Yeah, there's these no things blood. happen. Yeah, these things. I don't know. I, I mean, these things happen. There was a time I remember. You know, when someone will get like a really scary injury in hockey, you're kind of afraid yeah. to watch hockey. You're kind of afraid to watch hockey for a while. And <laughs> that's really? just kind of when it happened. Oh no, I I know I have been like when, when like like I remember. Uh, uh, like when you, oh, I don't want to get into this, dude. <laughs> like uh, I've seen some, uh, some right. nasty shit. Some nasty shit will happen in hockey sometimes, and you're like, kind of, and it just kind of sticks with you. It sticks with you. It sticks with you. Yeah, it sticks with you. And and uh, so for something that is just like on on my mind, and you see like actual guns being used on a on a TV show, yeah, man, I thought about it. And I thought about you. Know, and while I was watching it, I was this is before Alec Baldwin killed a man. Um, I'm sorry, Alec Baldwin. Did, I think it's I think it's absolute it's absolute I think it's absolute fucking scumbaggery that people are are making jokes about him at, during this when a woman oh it's uh, shitty like it's uh, shitty. It's, just... it's it's the fucking worst man I think it's like it's awful what this is is it's just it's shitty hiring practices and and oh, it totally uh, is. and it comes at a time when um like it's about the IATSE is about to go on strike for like this very yeah, bullshit, yeah. this kind of stuff that they're trying to pull. Right. I, I'm just saying I I think there's a very, chance. I have a very yeah. dark sense of humor. I know where yeah. my mind goes, but now I know yeah. not to speak, Yeah, but I still, my mind goes into dark places yeah. with jokes that I, I don't, don't know. Think. Cause you see a lot of, and there's been a lot of mega f- fans just loving it. Right. Oh, really? Loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Oh, because he's a liberal who made a mistake. He's an out. No. And because he's the guy who was always making fun of Trump. And he was the guy Ugh. who played Trump on Saturday. Okay, okay, so that's they're just shitty. loving okay, it. They're making a lot let's... of those. They're making those same jokes, Johnny. I didn't make any jokes. <laughs> I'm just saying, pal. Just I saying. No, it might, no, I have the common sense, but that my mind goes somewhere right. that I guffaw and I mm-hmm. don't fucking say mm-hmm. the joke that I'm going to say that had something to do with uh, him yelling at his daughter. That's where I was going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, and I... And, that, to be honest, I'm not a I, like I'm not a Alec Baldwin fan uh, as a person. I think he's had some great performances over the years. Well, I, I talking mean, I about agree. talking about that specific thing where where he called his daughter a rude little piggy, and yeah. and people got upset about that. I was kind of like, wait a second, you're telling me uh, a, a daughter a daughter of a, a divorced um, Hollywood couple um, 
what, what is be, is was being called a rude little pig. Whoa, that is shocking, right? That's at that time, I was like, at that was like, come come on, man. And like, I think she's getting off fucking easy. <laughs> I could rude, thoughtless the, little pig. The funniest thing about her. it, I was like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, my mother called me a lot worse. Yeah, than yeah. that. Oh, man. yeah, please. I'd be like, thank you, sir. Can I have another? <laughs> and here's the thing about the gunplay, and even at the time there was two things that took me out of just how violent this was because everyone kills everybody um, was the wire foo with some of the gunshots where a guy gets shot and he just look, they do a wire foo down the hallway of him, which is, was completely comic booky. Right. And, and the fact that the custodians uh, TV theme music is like, going, wah, 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 and through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and it was like more of a laser on the, um, on the leprechaun. Now, mm-hmm. for, for whatever reason, it's lasers, and you can tell it's all done in post, which is what it should be. Hey, but, but, yeah, but they take off uh, the, the, our heroes, uh, Constantine, uh, uh, Zari Cat, and, uh, and Charlie. And uh, they go, oh, my God, dude, we'll go to Woodstock and blow up the unicorn, which they do. They just blow it up. Yeah. And the team, uh, Rory, uh, Ray, and Sarah, are in the hippie outfits from the first episode of this season. And do a little scene of like, who was that? Uh, who gives a shit? Who needs Constantine? And I'm thinking, I know how they normally film this series. They It's one episode at a time. And like, did they know f- far enough ahead that when they filmed that one to film those scenes? I think so. Well? I, I would, I would, I probably, because this is not the, this is, this is, this was a victory lap. This was a mid-season victory lap, which this was never a comeback happens. From, this was a comeback yeah. from the break. because. The breaks went into was the, uh, what we saw last time, and then it was like three months or something. But this is also described as the mid-season finale. It's oh, called yeah. the mid-season finale, and it does wow, read like a finale. It and it and it and because yeah. uh, it's them like kind of wrapping up all the stories they've done up to this point in this season. Oh, maybe this it's, led into. Maybe it's this odd led that break, it's yeah. odd that they've um. It's odd that 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 a show does that in the middle of a season, right? Because even this yeah. show has done it at the end. Where where it's like where they revisit everything in order to you know get all the totems together or the, the only uh-huh. way we're going to defeat Vandal Savage is to go to these these different places we were in different before you know uh, so uh, it's yeah like there's another reason like I think that's a nice uh, play on the trope is to do this in the middle here but because uh, also it the coolest the really great payoff is that it it sets up your big bad finally finally um, which is what which is kind which is not um you know which is kind of standard for yeah it's usually at the end of like uh, we're supposed to be like sweeps right where the end of your mid-season finale where it is kind of you set up for what's what's to come for the rest of the season so that works but i thought so i thought but it was really unique storytelling and unique plots uh to to kind of do what they did here yeah and it's but it's also when i when i when i talk about well how much of a time was between episodes you can't remember because that's the CW. You're like, was this, was there three weeks between this show? Was there yeah. one? Did this go to the break? When was the crossover? Because that's the complaint. You've heard me talk about that before. That's the complaint with these shows. It's like they take a lot of breaks on the CW. Yeah. Normally yeah. there's the fall, you know, it's like, oh, there's three episodes and then there's two weeks of reruns and da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, and you, you never know if you're watching live. So it, that's just, 
Yeah, yeah mm. I wonder if Dominic Purcell and Ruby Rose also like, and you know, the scheduling is just ridiculous on these fucking shows. No one can follow them. They change how, nights every right. fucking season. How can you get? How can you get any momentum? <laughs> Dude, that's that's no lie. Legends was on Sundays last season. It's on Wednesdays this season. They they bumped that shit around. That sucks. Lot. Like that's the way you treat a show that's on its way out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't find a spot. Not not something that's about to. They're starting their seventh season. It's how they uh, treat all their a lot of their shows. They they yeah, bounce them around constantly. Yeah, well, I guess they're still they've got something that's working. So I guess it's but well, it, it, it is a pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Ruby Rose, Dominic Purcell, we're down with the cause, I guess. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so Z's still a cat. So it's back to the time bureau. This time the guys died. And there's three plaques. So Ava, Sarah, and Gideon arrive saying in leather cat suits and saying, make way for SOS because it's the sirens of space time. Yeah, and they yeah, do yeah. this Charlie's Angels bit that I fucking adore. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't show. like, I th- again, another thing that's kind of been it's done so, to so death, it. but it was good, but it was good. I If there's one thing, oh man, if there's one thing, like, one of my least favorite things. One of the things that that uh-huh. you know, we've been talking. You would talk about things that you don't like. <laughs> the last couple uh, episodes, yeah. the things that bother you. For me, it's like women who pose in the Charlie's Angel pose drives me fucking nuts. Really? Okay. It's like it's like the most basic thing. I can't even be mad seen. about it. I'm just like, yeah. oh, okay. I just like, oh, 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 you girls are so silly. You girls are so silly. Oh, you are just a hoot. You three, when you get together, you're quite a character. This is, it's just like the TV show. You are hilarious. Oh, I hate it. I loved it. Um, so, so, so I have that, at, I have that uh, reaction to anybody trying to kind of do a thing with it. But, but everything, again, like it was just as, um, it wasn't, I didn't feel quite as authentic as the, uh, um, the A team one, but it's still like it was hitting all the right notes. Oh, well, here's how authentic it was, my friend. Because before I get to that, I thought this was better than uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob uh, Strikes Back when it was uh, his wife and uh, the two other actresses doing this bit. I was like, I'm like, I like this one better than that. So that's something, I guess. Sure. And uh, <laughs> we summoned to throw some bars out here. I've seen women dressed like, you know, I've seen some women dressed in similar outfits, Johnny. Who uh, uh, I'll, off air? I will uh, recommend it. I would say are a little better than these three. <laughs> I've seen women in these outfits while I was DJing for them. Uh-huh. Man. I mean, uh-huh. you know what ah, I'm doing. Maybe they might be the same women. Could they? But, <laughs> Let's never know. But here's what I, I loved about this: because they in their their TV thing, uh, they're fighting monsters, <laughs> and the monsters are purposely super seventies low rent. They're all like rubber masks from the party fair right and vampire masks and shit which i loved that made me laugh every time i see it i fucking die i'm like that's great and their names ava is roundhouse and yeah, that made me laugh hard drive hard drive pretty good pretty good <laughs> roundhouse makes a little more sense oh i guess hard i guess they're not they just have a 70s sound they don't have to be from the 70s uh so hard drive yeah. makes sense um, but what's her, uh, Roundhouse did make me laugh. Yeah, that makes sense. And they go in the I bet you the writer, somebody clapped on that one in the writer's right. room on that one when they came up with that. So they go into Hank's office 
And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. Is he Charlie or is he Bosley? Because Bosley was behind the desk. Right. You never saw Charlie or is he yeah. an amalgamation? This is where I my mind goes. As meant to be an amalgamation of sorts. Yep. So they're off on a mission and they're doing a weapons check. And the fun thing about the weapons check is it's the heat gun, the cold gun, and Gideon has Rip's pistol and says, my pistol's hot and ready. I'm like, yeah, you said it, Gideon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I got I to say, it's so silly. Th- this doesn't, it. it doesn't, she, this outfit doesn't look as hot on her. She's a really attractive woman. This didn't make, this didn't do Ooh. her as many favors as it did the other. Two. Oh my God, Ava, the hottest she's ever looked. The actress, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Jess McCallan. Yeah, Jess McCallan. This is the hottest she's ever looked. Oh my gosh, she had like uh, big blue eyeshadow and everything. Seventies, seventies uh, Jess McCallan. Uh, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> but but I just I didn't uh, the, the girl who played Gideon. It just doesn't. It felt like they they threw a wig on somebody. You know what I mean? And got her to go, uh, go ahead and do this. But anyways, let's keep going. So. In fact, this current season, like I said, she's playing, uh, that actress is playing Gideon the entire season. Yeah, so I, 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 I think it looks better to see her in a little more natural uh, kind of saying, don't, don't dress her up in outfits as much as my uh, my note. <laughs> to, I don't know if it is. <laughs> her hologram look earlier was pretty good. I, great, I don't know yeah, that. great, because that's just her, man. It looks like she just walked on to set. Mm-hmm. So... Charlie pretends to be Amaya and shows up saying, Hey, I'm here to help out. And she goes, Hey, we're going to wear some costumes. Like, and we don't do costumes no more since the guys were killed. And uh, she's like, well, do you keep trophies? And Sarah's like, we're not fucking barbarians. We just dump them, which is like yeah. this cold turn. Like, Ooh, fuck. You know, that's rough. And uh, Charlie tips her hand uh, when she says, well, they can't all be bad. And then they catch her on Zambezi because she doesn't know what Zambezi is. And we get the white whale line again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie's like, come on, Sarah, I could take you. And Sarah goes, all right, hold on. And starts taking her jacket off. Charlie just runs away. Yeah. Which is funny. What's Hilarious. even funnier? What's even funnier is it cuts to the next scene. It's yeah, her, her just in getting the woods. I loved it. Or it just like so getting funny. on. Thing. I think that's awesome. Like there's no chase or anything. None. She arrives at the ship in the woods right that's away. Such an interesting out. <laughs> That's such a, and for whatever reason, it works in this, in this episode. It's very funny. It's because everything had felt accomplished up until this point. <laughs> and, and like everything wasn't, it wasn't as square. I'll say it like I was saying uh, last episode, square peg and round hole. Everything is just kind mm-hmm. of fitting, right? That That's what makes that Groundhog Day so special is everything fits mm-hmm. with, the, with the one exception of not playing Waterloo on the final. <laughs> <laughs> that's your white whale yeah that's my white whale so uh, yeah keep going so they they go to salem to save the guys and uh your so girl she, here's your lady yeah, jane Carr's back baby and uh charlie pretends to be uh the fairy godmother and she i didn't realize her. i did like it you know so you had you had the hots for you, you still kind of do it I, I, I didn't realize last episode but yeah, it's an older lady, but she's a, she's a top heavy older lady. So oh, I, yeah. I got you. I see where you're at, buddy. You see what I'm at? <laughs> and uh, but and she grabs a uh, prudence, and uh, she's back, and uh, she convinces her to release her, um, as the real fairy godmother is about to kill uh, the guys, um, by 
telling her she's got to do chores and eat broccoli and she doesn't want to eat broccoli because she's a puritan in salem she doesn't even what the fuck is broccoli is that was that a a crop right yeah (laughs) yeah that was a little weak yeah yeah that's your way out of this one that was a shame i felt like there could have there could have been something else there something more um era specific yeah yeah of course, my head cannon is going. I don't even know what that is. No, yeah, <laughs> I don't eat that. Yeah. So, boom. Uh, bro- quickly, broccoli, yeah. yay or nay, Johnny? Yeah, broccoli, yay or nay? Uh, nay, woo, nay, 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 nay. I'm not yeah. a vegetable guy, uh, with one exception with my broccoli friend mm-hmm. is if I get an order of like General Chow's chicken. And there's bro- I need it comes with broccoli in it, and I don't eat it when it's crunchy. When mm-hmm. I reheat it as um leftovers, and yeah, the broccoli bad. has been soaked with all the sauce of Ugh, bad. It's so mwah, like you don't like like not just like like a for like a veggies and dip kind of thing. If that's I don't no, no, I'm a I'm a you carrot do and celery a, man. You do a carrot and celery. Yeah, see, I don't like celery very much, but I'll do a, a broccoli, and I like broccoli. Uh, my wife prepares broccoli, and um many different ways like mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that i've grown to appreciate over the years oh well <laughs> yeah you would never have given up your fairy godmother this fairy godmother is about to get fried by mcrory yeah and or so we think or so we think and back on the wave rider is everything okay no it's not because Zari's a fucking puppet mm-hmm. and we cut to constantine going to the wave rider and it's the puppets of tomorrow today they're puppets and they, they have a big intro of them singing their song, and I'm already fucking loving it. And the puppets are grotesque looking, which is also great. Oh, and they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're okay. There's some wrinkles on them that are kind of weird. And the yeah. best shot of puppets of tomorrow while they're singing their song is they're running away from like an actual zombie. It's the one them. from it's the one from Wet Hot American Bummer. It's like oh, the, is it? yeah. Yeah, okay. that's the oh, one that's reference to Wet Hot American Bummer in this episode. I oh, think. that's great. Because they try I to reference, like so I said, hard. this is a victory lap. This is a victory lap yeah. of everything that they've done. That's the one that, of the the one uh, reference to the. I laugh so episode. hard. When, Hilarious. Every time I see that. Hilarious. And uh, really great. Really fun. And they're wrapping up a mission. And Constantine's like, what the fuck is this? He says some Fraggle Rock joke that totally clangs. And. Uh, 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 what the Fraggle Rock is this? No, no, thank uh, you. Uh, 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 and pup, so they're they're wrapping up their mission. And here's the detail: Puppet <clears throat> Nate is the one, and we learned something about Napoleon because Nate is the history the guy. historian. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I'd watch it. Somebody should put together some quick little man three minute episodes if we can talk oh, to that. If tomorrow? we can get something of yeah, yeah, that are just purely um, educational. Hey, a Berlanti, really if you are paying attention, yeah, put us yeah, in charge of yeah. Puppets of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that'd we'll, be so we'll, fun. We'll kill. So fun, so fun. So, I would love to do that. I would seriously love to do that. Just little, it doesn't have to be longer than, excuse me, four and a half minutes Yep. per rep. So what happened to them was Rory called them all Puppets of the Time Bureau, so his new partner changed them into puppets. And they cut to them and it's just like Michael Bay action sequence with heavy metal in slow motion of heat wave and his new partner, his, his fairy godmother. Yeah. The fairy godmother in the Captain cold outfit glasses and fucking gun. Yeah. 
And oh, man, it's one of my favorite moments on this show. I love oh, yeah. so fucking yeah. hard. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's great. And we're going to get back to this really great episode of Legends of Tomorrow right after this. What is that? I don't know. I thought we could do our financial plan online. Like a robo-advisor? Shouldn't we talk to someone who knows us? Oh, it knows us. Enter name. It doesn't know us. Robots don't know you. We do. So let's talk about your goals before we get started. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, every plan starts with a conversation. It's your future. Let's protect it. Good dog. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. Uh, my basically confessional of my crazy, crazy week. Thanks for uh, staying tuned in, everybody. Um, An all-timer. An all-timer. All-timer, man. Uh, oof. You know, I look so. I, I was looking so forward to this. This is Friday night. You know, I'm pulling the curtain. It's Friday night after a, a, a tremendous work week for me and mm-hmm. Travis as well. So <laughs> this feels real good. Yeah. And you know what else feels real good, Travis? What else well, we got going on? Well, we've got all these other great shows on the Palm Podcast Network. Mm, Check them out. Uh, if you're subscribing, here's a, I think we got to we got to start being a little more cliche with our promotion, telling people to give us mm-hmm. like five star reviews. Yeah, on, we do. Uh, and give us like uh, just give us some sort of a review, but give us just click that five stars on on uh, Apple or on iTunes, right? Mm-hmm. Just do that. Just do that. If you're listening right now, and leave a review. Just say and leave a review. Yeah, but really, just do that five stars because that goes a long way. And and that uh, for for us here at Palm, thank you for subscribing, thank you for listening. You guys are awesome. Uh, but do that, do that. Like if you've never done that, do that now for yeah, us, please, for all please. of us here at the Palm. Give us five stars. And with that in mind, and that yeah, so that's us here at Palm because there's lots of great shows here. Um, but we also have our our awesome show on yeah. YouTube that we always talk about, Mystery Titans Theater. Where uh, Johnny and I and a recurring uh, cast of guests, including our buddy uh, Kelly Nelson, watch old wrestling cards and talk over top of it. And it's been hilarious. It's been so fun. And we get we get a lot of viewers there and stuff. Mm. But again, I want to say, give us a like. Go find Mystery yeah. Titans, Titans Theater on YouTube. YouTube.com slash C slash Jarvis Washing Machine. Or just Google Mystery Titans Theater and find any of the Volume 2 episodes and click like. Give us like. If you haven't subscribed to us there, click like. Because the more likes you get, the more uh, people start watching us. And, and, we, have and I know we, still... we have the laziest fans. We have the laziest fans in media. Well, but we do have fans. That's the thing. Like, like as the thing. Like, it's where we're like, uh, you know, quadruple digits for our, our fourth uh, video there and stuff. So that's a big deal. Um, so I know that you guys like us and people talk to us on, on when we when we are live on Twitch and we will be we are, as Johnny just mentioned we're recording on Friday we will be going live tomorrow I don't know if this episode will be up by that time because tomorrow's busy for me as well but uh, every other Saturday we are live on Twitch and that's twitch.tv slash Jarvis washing machine so join us for the live experience too because that's been uh, when that's when we have more people involved there that's that's awesome as well and we're mm-hmm. gonna keep going on it's uh, who's zoom and who Part four of six uh, coming up uh, tomorrow with, oh, we're going to get to see the other, um, what, I've, what I'm have what i told, I've never seen the other uh, uh, Savage Steamboat match that I've, I've our buddy Sean, our buddy Sean swears is is better. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I know, I know. It'll be an interesting discussion because I can see both sides of the story. I lean towards WrestleMania three, but I can see both sides of the story because of, 
of how you'll see. I'm, I'm not going to ruin anything cool. for you because it's a awesome. Great... Well, yeah, well, yeah. So we are going to it's Toronto of eighty seven, March of eighty seven. Uh, leading up to WrestleMania three, um, yes, and you're and you're surrounded by Canadians again, buddy. Or I think we're still in February. No, it's still February of '87. That's right. This is our, uh, February fifteenth, the day after. Dude, at this uh, point, I'm an honorary Canadian. Yeah, that's right. That's show. true. Oh, Fine. speaking speaking up, but and before we we get to our other things here, I did want to say before I forget because we keep talking about on uh, these scenes. Remind me of remind me. Okay, I'll just tell you. Yes. Remind me of the location. To talk about the location where all this where the big finales ends here, okay? The location where uh, the, the, uh, big... where, the, the, where the finale of this episode uh, where it ends, where we keep they keep going to that like kind of alleyway, right? Oh, I'll okay. tell you, but I'll tell you about that uh, when we get. I just I just I keep forgetting. I, I keep wanting to mention it. And, uh, alleyway, uh, well, got yeah. it. <laughs> all right, but that but other than that, Mystery Titans Theater of the Palm Podcast Network. Thanks, guys. You know what? We'd like to check in every now and then with everyone's favorite immortal despot, Vandal Savage, and see what he's drinking tonight. It's time for Savage oh, Brew. Oh, yes. Yes. My lips are puckered, Johan, because today I'm trying back on the sour train. Delicious. We went to, uh, we're sticking in the province of British Columbia, this time in Langley City. We went to Countryside. Bomb Country Brewing Countryside. It almost looks like one of those old lemonade. Like, yeah, it looks like one of those old country. You ever, you ever, you remember back in the day? We ever even scouts, Johan? Yes, I was at the Cub Scouts. And you have to like just put together some shitty lemonade for everyone, and you take from that country style. You know that country style lemonade? Yeah, it's terrible, terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's oddly enough, this this label looks a lot like that. Hmm. But uh, but it's it's quite tasty. I mean, I as you as I mentioned in previous episode, I'm wandering down the 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 path, the unkempt path in this side because it's the countryside. <laughs> it's a bit of a joke uh, of of sour of sour beers, and uh, this one is all right. I, I I didn't taste the blackberry pear. I wanted to. I was like pear. Ooh, here we go, pear. And I was expecting uh a little bit more of a, of a pear flavor, but it's still uh, still enjoyable. As soon as I finished, here's the thing I'm learning with with sours, Johan, mm. is I would pick them up like a, kind of one at a time, mixed in with my four packs of Tall Boys or <laughs> or what have you. Uh, and every time I finish one, I'm like, oh, I could probably go for another, but I had don't have it in me to get four sours. So, anyways, countryside blackberry pear. Kettle sour, good, and uh, Johan. Yes. Ah, too sophisticated. A flavor palette for your infantile taste buds. Goodbye. I am DB curious. First uh, trivia, both the custodians and the sirens referred to the shapeshifter fugitive as their white whales, reference to the Moby Dick franchise and its characters. 
Moby Dick is a franchise. The Moby Dickiverse. <laughs> the Melvilleverse. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't wait to see the crossover between Moby Dick and uh, what's the Scrivener? or something like a o o o tiz o diz or something like that. Yeah, it's a really short <laughs> yeah. hilarious give me the number on that one i mean i mean well, that's the thing too is like they even make a they reference it at the beginning they said mm-hmm. that's for moby dick yeah 17 and 20 found that interesting mm, that's mm. that's that's uh generous <laughs> viewer reviews now there was 19 for this. Some negative ones. Like, what the fuck is this? Puppets. Bullshit. Terrible. And uh, some we've already spoke of uh, off air. And I just wanted to embrace the positivity. Right. And uh, so uh, there's two. Two 10 out of 10s. Mm. This one's called Puppets of Tomorrow by a True Seeker. Flying through history, solving some mysteries. We give bad guys the boot in superhero suits. We'll win our victory by stopping witchery so they've got magic. Well, we've got heart and fabric, puppets of tomorrow, puppets of tomorrow today. Welcome to DC's Puppets of Tomorrow. That's it. Then the comma. That's a review. (laughs) That's fun. 14 of 19 found that helpful. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. 10 out of 10. Most hilarious episode of the season. By, mm, by S four nine seven seven six one one nine one two December oh, two thousand eighteen. Thank God you said nine one two. If you were gonna say nine one two, I was gonna say fuck that guy. But nine one two is a is a cool cat. Well, I <laughs> okay. Never mind that. I, I remember, uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm confusing the two. Continue. <laughs> Warning. Spoilers. Yes. You think I didn't know you fucking read this, motherfucker? No, I haven't. Seen okay, this says warning spoilers. I'm a simple man. I see cat. I give ten out of ten. <sighs> and the SOS is hot. As I said, I'm Ava. Ava with a lot of blue eyeshadow. Sign me up for real i'm not even joking uh so, so you got taipi a peep at polynesian taipi a peep at polynesian life mm-hmm. uh, omu a narrative of adventures in the in the south seas also you've got mardi they had a lot of short short one word titles the reason uh-huh. why i know he had short, these short one world t- word titles is they're often um new york times crossword answers because they think of O M U U O O O or pardon me O M O O like yeah that just fills in that's like that's a I throw that in a down that's going to help the across significantly. <laughs> All right, any more IMDb, buddy? No, I'm just I'm, I'm now convinced you wrote this fucking review. Uh, yeah, given your love, guy of cats. loves cats. If he, if he would have said something specifically about Ava being the hottest one of the bunch, then then I'd give you more of a case there. But Dude, based on your testimony earlier, sir, sir, mm-hmm. I'm a simple man. I yeah. see cat. I give ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. You know, Perry Mason <laughs> could do some shit. Oh yeah, ahead of oh, yeah. I, I'm the only person in the world who likes cats. <laughs> 
So we go back to a montage of attempts to fix the timeline. So it's just checking to see who's died on Plex. And pretty good. A, pretty funny. Pretty funny it, bet. Reminds well, me a bit. Reminds me a bit of the of the of the Groundhog Day thing. And even Gary's oh, is the funniest because they get to Gary and she's like, eh, and she thinks about it for a second. Yeah, really thinks, good. But on his plaque, it says died in time carrier accident. <laughs> I really funny. I thought it, I would have been. I wish it would have. It should have been a, a, a untreated nipple infection. <laughs> so eventually, they get to. Hey, no more plaques. So Charlie's like, everything must be fixed. But of course, it's not. Constantine's head's all fucked up now. And Zari's like, just because there's no fucking plaques, it doesn't mean everything's fixed. But everything's worse than ever. And Constantine finally agrees uh and zari's a human again by the way and uh, constantine finally agrees we got to go back and make everything the way it was before and charlie's being an asshole about it and i just love that she's like i'll fight and z just finally because they've been building to this all season she just finally just blasts her with her fucking uh totem boom against the wall and walks away with a, a this like just looking her eye like oh, fuck you yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And but Charlie turns into Ava, changes into you know Ava, and it goes to the Wave Rider, and, and it's like you better go to New Orleans because right up to the end, man, she's fucking shit up. And yeah. then we're in New Orleans, and they do this the triple Constantine scene. Awesome, it's really great, great shot. So it great. looks so it's good. Great. I don't know how they did it, to be honest with you. Uh, I think I think they probably just had this exact same camera movement three times and then shot it three times because then they can just put him in front of everything. Um, okay, so here's what I'm gonna say: that is Blood Alley, the infamous Ooh. Blood Alley in Gastown, man. When you come to uh, Vancouver, hundred yeah. percent, that's where we're going. Oh, but by the way, I guess we got to talk about this on Why? Uh, Titans tomorrow. What's a Gas uh, Alley? Is our plan? Oh, oh no, ga well, Gastown. Um, but Blood Alley, uh, Blood Alley yeah. is just like this untouched ga and gas town. It's all like cobblestone and everything, um, um, uh, it, it, like untouched. And uh, it's a real like big. It's kind of a tourist yeah. trap. I used to work there. It's awesome. It's gorgeous. Okay. Um, but uh, when you come, you got to. I, I guarantee every. I guarantee the flashes used it. I guarantee the arrows used it. It is oh, if you if it needs to be. Like here, they're using it for what is it? Nineteen nineties London, or what is it? 2000, 2018 London. It's or... twenty. No, no, no. This is New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, New Orleans. Right, yeah. but but it, you can see how that could easily turn into any sort of cobblestone road. Yeah. No, and, it looks exactly right? like New Orleans. Yeah. I bought it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, for sure, man. I'll take you to Blood Alley, and you'd be like, oh yeah. Like I bet you'll be able to figure out. Dude, if we look up, are you gonna blood roll me? Are you gonna blood are you, alley? Are you a it, vampire? It, yeah, I'm gonna are you roll me. Yeah, blood, blood, yeah. Okay. I just, I'm gonna take you to this one back room. It's the coolest uh -huh. back room, and you're gonna see nice. a bunch of really emaciated, pasty dudes, and then that's mm. that. But that I can't wait. No, I wanted to say, uh, like, uh, so uh, we're, we're getting, we're up to eight days away from. Speaking about you coming to. Um, and Vancouver. It's not happening this year. My not this year, then. no, because because it is funny because this upcoming Mystery Titan Sea of the aforementioned is with our boys Kelly Nelson and Sean Whitaker, who we plan on recreating that that uh, Manager of the Year ceremony. But my with. first, my <laughs> first, look, my first vacation uh, post, well, in the middle of the pandemic, is got to be home 
and uh then uh next time that yeah i'm, I'm planning on no uh, we'll plan it. We'll, we'll figure it out yeah for sure buddy but in another little callback uh to the the, the breakfast cereal uh constantine like is talking to zari on comms and she's back at the ship that's you know in the woods eating benets you know the, the cereal was tasted like benets and now right. she's eating benets hmm. the shit that i fucking pick up and uh the legends they think at this point are back to normal but they start getting fucking weapons they're still killers because something's missing and they do the bit where uh costume throws the phone uh out the window they did in the last episode and he catches it brings it to des and uh they you know, go back and forth and make up um gideon showing the team that there's three constantines so sarah's thinking they must all be shapeshifters because john constantine doesn't time travel so ray and rory are about to fire charlie says stop to sarah and and, uh, and shapeshifts and so she's the shapeshifter and tries to talk her you know down but she just snaps her fucking neck the fucking yeah. commercial it's, yeah. it's rugged yeah. and so jace uh costantine goes up to des with the phone and says look i'm literally from the future uh, i'm telling you how i feel and uh he's reluctant and says look i knew what i was getting into uh with john constantine and then he flashes him so they had he got to have his moment with him saying this is what's basically going to happen and he's like i know what i was getting into flashes him and it, it, it goes it's cutting back and forth really great man it's just yeah. one thing after another yeah so good build here really great build and uh mick is suddenly eating something they're by a food truck so at least what is that what was that there's no reason for him to have a a sandwich it's a food truck oh Uh, they're hiding behind is a food truck Uh, i don't know what kind of food it is but it's a food truck so it really funny really funny throwaway and uh um sarah tries to shoot charlie on the wave rider and she's like you know stop shooting me i'm you know basically you can't fucking kill me yeah and charlie finally figures out she's the missing ingredient before they were sending them to hell just the same thing as killing them they meet charlie and that's when they're like maybe we should think differently about the magical creatures and i think that's the weakest story part of this one Hmm. is that jump but i don't care at this point it it works for me sure yeah i can't i barely noticed it yeah and everything and so they're about to fight sarah's about to like kick her in the fucking face but jc and des kiss and the time wave emanates from their kiss oh and this was all so wonderfully done this was all so wonderfully done to finally get the kiss and i'm like saying to saying to Nora, i'm like when they kiss they have to kiss to save the universe they have to kiss in time will they kiss in time because it's all like in slow motion they're about to get shot oh it's so good man that's it's so wonderful good. yeah it's and the wonderful. way it and the way it and again this is what i'm talking about two guys kissing uh uh like that's progressive to save the universe right um mm-hmm. that's pretty cool that's pretty cool and it was progressive at this time sadly progressive at this time on general american network television and this was 2018 and it, it still kind of was you know and uh which which sucks but I remember feeling the same thing the first time I saw this. That's why I was like, "Yeah, man, you tell them," because there's still well, no, that no because because yeah. it's still well, no, it's always it. It will for a while, quite a long time. Like, but within there's never going to be a time in our lifetimes where people aren't going to have their 
feathers ruffled about something like this. But in mm. this case, there's absolutely a fucking reason for it. That's what makes it that's just real. It. And that's, that's what made it especially it. it made it especially moving. Like I got a lump in my throat at the end here, man. Story really great. I mean, it, yeah. it's perfect storytelling. It's it's yeah. wonderful. And so Sarah, as she's about to kick Charlie, it, it switches back to normal and she kicks the Stein puppet. The timeline is fixed. Constantine has his medallion again. And at the jump ship, you know, Constantine, Zari, and Charlie are heading back, and Charlie doesn't have her powers yet. That's another thing, too. They made such a big deal about this. I don't remember when, and I've watched ahead a few episodes. When she gets she, them back? She gets her powers back one way or the other. Yeah. And I don't know when. Uh, but it, it eventually, you know, isn't it kind of cool that we have a shapeshifter? We really need to... Maybe have her have right. her powers. Right. It's a fun storytelling tool. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. fucking use it. And uh, so on the Wave Rider, they're tying up Mike the Spike, the puppet. And this is when he calls him Dingalings. And I'm thinking, and he's like, that's, I was wanting someone to go, don't you mean dicks? He's like, I love Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> that's for me and you. Okay. Uh, Constantine, you're like, Tell Sarah's like fancy a drink because he's gonna totally admit everything he did. He comes clean and she she understands. She's like, Yeah, they, they make a, a point of this with all the characters. It's, it's a rite of passage on this this TV show for you to fuck up you know time right, for right. And yeah. uh I know you've been telling me that for years. Yep. <laughs> and uh and uh yeah, it still continues to this is one of the best ways to do it because she's like, Look, we've got your back with, with this Neuron guy, and uh, he's like, Well. That's good because, but Neron, he wants to win in the cruelest way possible. And uh, Charlie and Z, they make up. And uh, in doing so, she's like, oh, you look just like my like my friend and mentions that Amaya's hot. And then Z, as they're walking away, uh, Charlie goes, so you think I'm hot? I know, Which, a little bit, but yeah, come on, y'all. Okay, and this is, this is what I'm talking about, like hot people fucking through through time. And, and and Travis, this was the time when many shippers went to sea. Serving the shipping community. Yeah. Big time, baby. Big time. And then we go to Ava. She's reading Mick's book, which is called Heatwave by Rebecca Silver. And uh, he explains that's his nom de plume as he brings in the snickerdoodles he that he made. Nom de plum. He made it. Yeah. He pronounced yeah. it yeah. incorrectly on on purpose. And uh, he, he goes, "Oh, actually, I love these fucking snickerdoodles." She loves the book, yeah, too. And uh, and I love this because one of my I've told you how this Sarah Mick relationship is something I love. They expand on the Mick Ava relationship in a way that I love almost as much as here's the relationship between my true love's best friend and me. Mm-hmm. And they're just as close friends eventually. And it's super cool. fun. And this is the start of that. Uh, but here, this is the button on the episode. Mm-hmm. Washington, uh, D.C. Washington, D.C. Hank is playing uh, golf with Des. And, what? Uh, yeah. And Hank is like, Get that fucking copay. You got to get that fucking copay. And uh, Dez is like, yeah, you better. And then his face changes into Ugh. brown coral. Yeah. Or like, a, or like yeah. an old, like there, there's a, 
there's a specific type of phobia related to that that my brother has of like where you the where coral? you like that uh, no 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 not of coral of just like with like those like a whole bunch of holes and like decay that comes from like you can find ugh i don't want to i'm not going to look it up you can look it up but mm, you can see the legs to the way it's like like to, like it happens to people's it actually happens to people's bodies and stuff like their yeah. skin like ugh it's so disturbing and i think and it and it creates something visceral because i think it's like i think there's something uh, people have argued or i think we've read about that, that like evolutionarily it like when the plague happened that's what happened to our bodies so we still have kind of a weird reaction to it or something mm. so i don't know but yeah but seeing that happen at the end like oh so number one like oh my god it's desmond this is he's yeah. gonna look like the big bad's gonna look like desmond this guy this handsome son of a bitch mm -hmm. um and he also has like this creepy ass coral like face like you said i gotta tell you uh every time i see the coral face i'm disappointed yeah because that's not number one i was like yeah is that supposed to be scary mm. uh, number one number two I showed you what Neuron's supposed to look like. Uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. Now, I did not expect... <laughs> it to look like that. Super 90s. Kind of Doc you know, Samson-esque, I'd say. Yeah, huh? uh, it's the most yeah. it's the most 90s design ever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, for some reason, when it goes, poof, I'm like, oh, it's it's, it's coral. And it, it didn't hit. It, it didn't hit for me. But as a big bad, oh, it's you know, we got our big bad. And it's yeah. great. Because Pretty great. Yeah, because it's it's that actor and and then so on and so on as a spirit that Neron is and uh, and, and it uh, comes like right after Zari has had this thing like or where they've had or Charlie has had with um, John yeah. about about how it's no man like we can keep fighting to bring him back right like kind of things like, uh, like yeah. and it's kind of it seems like well yeah, I guess that's kind of right within this this whole crazy ass universe you could go to hell and bring somebody back. But um, and you kind of think like, all right, well, maybe that'll be something that he does work towards and figures out how to do it. But it, you don't expect to see Desmond's face again at the end of the episode no, it, and in this situation. Great. And he's bossing and really he's good. bossing around Hank. Yeah, pretty cool. So th this is in my top three, I think. If I was still, still uh, uh, at this point, favorites. it's one yeah, I put it in top four or five. Like I yeah. said, like I, I still have fondness for that. Um, the westerns and some of those other self-contained I, I just this one but yeah always makes me so happy every time i watch yeah. this one i i just filled with with joy and i hope everyone listening to this episode is filled with joy thanks for listening gideon gang yeah uh, and um please um also make sure to check out all the other shows on the plum podcast network and but before before we get to the rest of the place, I, I, Travis, I don't normally like to hype the next show mm -hmm. we're going to watch, but I, I kind of have to. Yeah. All right. Because next week, we're going to be reviewing Luchadors. Lucha de. Lucha. De Apuestas. Lucha de Apuestas. We are getting, dude, we are getting our Legends of Tomorrow wrestling episode. Hey, next, the next chocolate time. and peanut butter finally. Finally coming together, baby. <laughs> oh, I couldn't wait. I couldn't, oh, so happy. I can't wait. Cool. Awesome. For next week. And again, everyone, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter. Follow uh, Travis on YouTube and uh, Mystery Titans Theater at Jarvis Washing Machine. And we will see you next time. Adios.